Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to another edition of Insane in the Fembrain. Insane in the Fembrain. Before we get into it, over on Insane in the Membrane this week, my guest is uh, criminal psychiatrist Dr. Shaham Das. Um, it's a fantastic listen. I really enjoy talking to him. He's a, he's a fascinating guy. and doesn't sound like a stiff and starchy doctor. He just sounds like an everyday dude. I think you're going to really love it. So get yourselves over to Membrane as soon as you can. But back to business here on Insane in the Fembrane. Um, I really have enjoyed doing, doing Insane in the Fembrane. I've learned so much from all of our guests. Um, it's, been, it's been fantastic. Just, just every guest has been, fa- has been incredible. Um, I hope you're doing all right out there. I know it's a strange old time. I, you know, it's it's weird, isn't it? I don't, I have no answers. I wish I did. It's weird not being, I feel, I can't make many plans because the, the future changes, doesn't it? There's all new rules coming out with all with the COVID thing and our friends up in the Northeast now, they're going into lockdown again and, 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 and you kind of go, oh, is it going to happen down here again? And I don't know. Just do what you can. Wear your masks. Don't lick each other. You know, try and, try and do your bit. Don't get all caught up in all the bullshit online and all that stuff. Try and do what works for you, you know? Just help each other out. That's all you can do. Um, my guest this week is uh, Tracy Cashy. Now, Tracy, I met at a gig a little while ago, a few months ago, uh, before the lockdown. And she was... I, I was just struck by... You know, so you know, like when you meet someone for the first time and you're immediately struck, you just you just go, I really feel great in your company. It was like that. It was like an immediate kind of whoa. I just felt like I'd known her for longer than I than I've only met her once, one night at a comedy gig. But I just felt like I was like, I feel I've I feel I've known you longer than that. It was bizarre. And that only happens now and again. Um but then I sort of got to talk I got to talk to her and, and like we follow each other online and things like that. And then I saw she's and she's got she was diagnosed a few years ago with uh, with terminal cancer. Um, I don't know the exact uh, name of it, but it's um, it's uh, the hormone cancer, which I'd never heard before. I didn't know that it was even a thing. So she's having to deal with that. You know, she's got a family, she's got kids, and it was I I just I just like wow. How do you stay that positive and that? The, the, how do you be that kind of person when you've been dealt such a shitty deal? When you've been dealt such shitty cards, 
You know, she's a wonderful woman and you're like, how, how has this happened? How are you dealing with this, you know? And I just thought, I need to talk to this woman. I wanna, find, I wanna know where that positivity comes from. So I, so I contacted her, I'm like, would you do me the honors? And she's absolutely, I'd love to. So, so yeah, she came on. And so uh, you're here for yourself. She's a wonderful woman. It, it, yeah, it, you know, it's, it is tinge of sadness because you, uh, you know, it's, it, you, when she talks about it, you know, you know, you know what, what the future holds and it, it is sad and it, it breaks my heart thinking about it now even when I'm talking to you guys it's yeah it's, a, uh, it's, it's, it's not fucking fair is it you know but she, she she still gets out there she still does things she's doing comedy that's how I met her she was like I'm just going to get out there and do stuff so um, you know what I do, I do this every time don't I I start waffling I get lost in it all let's stop that let's get Tracy Cashy on so coming up in just a moment Tracy Cashy Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There we are. So, how you been, Tracy? Are you all right? Yeah, I, I, well, yeah. I don't really know how to answer that. But um, yeah, I feel like that's a big question, and I I just feel like yeah. uh, how have I been cannot be really answered with words. I feel like I need to record mm. myself doing some kind of moody dance to some very okay. depressing classical music, and I will forward that to you, and then that should answer your question. We'll just put that up. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, 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 no. That's fine. I tell you what. I tell you what. Right. This is right. Let's get. I'll tell you this. I saw that I saw that picture of you when you were getting your treatment. You think you posted it a couple of months ago? And oh, my radiation the, mask. Yeah, and I, yeah. I, I haven't been able to stop thinking about it because I didn't know that that's what that's what happened. No. And it's been there is a lot you don't know. Ages. No, exactly. So let's start protect, from the beginning. To protect the innocent, to protect the innocent, there's a lot they don't tell you about life in general and cancer treatment yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, otherwise we'd all be sh- clutching our crystals and thinking positively. 
um, rather than actually having any treatment. Yeah. yeah. Is it still is it still ongoing? Oh, blimey. It's ongoing and it's marching into Poland, um, also known as oh, my liver. Oh, so no. it's, yeah, it's really, it's, 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 um, you know, I'll kill the cancer in the end, you know, when I yeah, die, yeah, yeah, we'll both will. die, <laughs> but it will be a, a very ferric victory. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's like, yeah, like Norm Macdonald said that. He goes, you, when they say, oh, you, they lost their, they had a brave battle and they lost the battle. You didn't lose the battle, you won because you took it with you. Exactly. Uh, that, right, yeah. <laughs> that's brilliant. That's, anything, it's I'm a take, draw. I'm take, it's a fucking draw and I'm taking <laughs> you with me. And that, yeah, that's brilliant. I love that. Yeah, because uh, we've only ever met once, so I don't know. I don't know your story. I just know that when we when we met, I was I knew I wanted to talk to you more. It's one of those you get that now and again in life. You meet someone and you go, "I want to spend some time in that person's company." It's a weird feeling oh. that it comes along every now and again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was. It was. You were, You did this blinding set. I. I was. I, it, it was my first um, set that I had done. That was um, your first one ever. No, 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 no. Acknowledging the fact that I was that I was terminally ill, um, right. and I was it, everything was new, yeah. um, and I hadn't had that feeling for over a year, where everything everything of the ten minutes was new, right. and I I was on such a high because I think quite a lot of it worked when I wasn't sure any of it would work. Oh, you smashed it, and mate. it was. I, well, it was, oh, mate, thank you. Um, it was such a good room. It was such a good room and people laughed. Yeah, it and, was. And people were hugging each other. I remember hugging you. You give, you're a very good hugger. People should know that. You're very <laughs> good you. at hugging. And it's, <laughs> you know, it, it just makes me feel, you know, really sad that, I mean, I don't know. I know you've been gigging again, but I just, you know, do, do you hug after your gigs now in no. COVID? No. no it's all, there's that no touch. Ass, it? doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. I, I, I'm big on the hugs. I like hugging. It, and it's, I know. You know what I mean? It's just a nice it's a nice thing. And now it's all kind of elbow bumps, the odd fist bump, but then we're all straight away <laughs> washing our hands. and The odd fisting, know, and, yes. Yeah. No. <laughs> Which you should Sorry. always wash your hands after a good fisting. Mate, always. Mm-hmm. If you don't take, if you take nothing else away from this podcast episode, always wash your hands. <laughs> wash your hands after a damn good fisting. Yes, yeah. So you were feeling no. of, there was a feeling of euphoria that night. That, there was fucking euphoria. Yeah. I'm sorry to swear, but it's like it's no, so no, swear away, mate. I, I had this. I felt this such a sense of momentum, and you know, even though, so it was February or something, wasn't it? And this and, right, yeah. And I, you know, I'd had a few months to get my head round the diagnosis and the fact that I was incurable and I, ha- I felt this sense of euphoria and the sense of right I've got to visit this country and I've got to get mm. that and I need oh, to yeah. write that and I need to blah, 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 blah. and I've got all these amazing books for my kids so that I could write in them like you know all the you know pearls of wisdom yeah. to pass on before it's too late <laughs> oh, so yeah. I literally booked I booked three holidays um and a run at uh at I was going to do Edinburgh, but then I was worried about getting ill. So I was going to do the Camden Fringe Festival. Oh, and nice, I yeah. Put depo- I put deposits down for theatres and I was go, go, go. And then, yeah. you know, the March, end of March, the rug gets pulled out from everyone. Um, but I just felt such a sense of, are you serious? Are you really serious? Yeah, I know. Um, and it all just went. It all just went, and frankly, my sense of humour went as well. So I just didn't well, yeah, think I could, could ever yeah. be. 
I could ever be funny about anything again because I just felt so disappointed. Um, yeah, when did it? And did also, you... go on. Well, I had to cancel everything, everything eventually. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't, I couldn't focus. I mean, this is what I admire about you and Jade, and you just loads of my peers and comic friends. They've just cracked on. They've kept going, and I've been so jealous, in a good <laughs> way. You know, just really admiring because I just, I just barely you know write down a thought when it occurred to me um because i think it was just you know having two small kids it's just like i, I just yeah. barely get dressed in the morning certainly not able to deal with facial hair um yeah, well, and it's just yeah it's been it's been a really um bizarre can, few months yeah. for everyone i'm sure well like, well like you say you just had that you had that moment of like fuck it all right i can i've got this energy now i can get stuck into stuff and and then, yeah, yeah and then uh, in, it, I think it was quite, it was so surreal because I remember when everything just went, well, I got in about, <laughs> so in the space of like 20 minutes, they just went, nah, that, it's all gone now. And you go, I've been doing this for 15 years and like now it's just not there anymore. And it was like, oh yeah. shit. And that was on. And yeah. so Jade and I are getting stuck into stuff. That was more, that was sort of born more out of fear. It was like, let's just keep really? going because otherwise we're good. Yeah, because you kind of like, We've got to do something, otherwise we're going to kill right. each other, or we're gonna we're gonna go mad. So we just we just yeah, but you, just got stuck Rich, in. I'm sorry, you had I'm sorry, but you you got locked in with with a hairdresser, correct? Correct? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't yeah, whinge yeah, at me, yeah. mate. You were locked in with no small kids and a hairdresser. You have no idea how I've butchered my hair. <laughs> With home fucking bleach jobs. Oh man! I know. I have gone like it's it's bad. I got some bad hair. It's bad. <laughs> we went, yeah, it was, uh, we're like we got him in. We were like, look, don't be on your own. You're gonna be on your own, right? You come and stay with us. And yeah, there was yeah. an element of yeah, but he's a fucking good barber, and he's our barber. So let's get him in. <laughs> we'll always look good. <laughs> I mean, well, that's it. You did. People you were stockpiling. Amazing. Thanks, babes. People were stockpiling right. toilet roll, and we we stockpiling we a barber. <laughs> you got you saw well, we're, we're in, you saw we're in show business. Yes, <laughs> we're in so show right. business, mate. I have a fucking chin cam um, while I'm putting on shitloads of weight at the same time. So all my Zoom moments are excruciating, and you know it's. No, not ready at all. Bad hair, double chin. We were lucky. Hair on the double chin. Yeah. Oh mate. Oh, you, oh mate. Yeah. Well, that Jade's 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 got. Yeah, she's uh, she gets really annoyed that nobody told her about women getting a beard as you get older. <laughs> well, it's funny you should say that. My old school asked me to do uh, a, a speech for the leavers who just non not done their A levels, and obviously yeah. it got cancelled and then cancelled again and cancelled. And I wrote, at the, and the top of the speech is, you know, think back to 1986. There I was, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, with a mono brow and a moustache that any 15-year-old boy would be proud of. <laughs> <laughs> That was me as an as, as an eleven year old. Nice, Jesus Christ! Great big old yeah. great magnum tash. There's a nice visual for you. Yeah, I can see it now. I can see it now. But that's it's it. Yeah, Jade's always gone. No, I, oh, I don't know what I was going to say. Something like Middle Eastern. It's the price you have for Middle East. But Jade's not Middle Eastern. What's, no, she's from she Bristol. All the hair? Uh, Bristol. Lucky. She's just lucky. She's just lucky. She's just lucky. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it, uh, yeah. She's, she's, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's an ongoing battle that no one tells you about it. No one says about that. They talk about your your armpits and your legs and things like that, but they don't talk about your face. 
you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just accepted that men will get it and that's fine, but then they don't talk about women's. It's a, it's yeah, a funny we'll, one, isn't we'll it? We'll get there, you know. You know, we've got a lot of uh, political shit to wade through at the moment. I don't think. I think. I think women's facial equality can yeah, probably beard to wait weigh a few down. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Isn't it funny that we we still having to have these conversations though about equality on all levels? It, even. What, do do you really think so? I think it's amazing that women aren't getting you know clubbed over the head and dragged into caves more. Frankly, when you think about how recent history. Is so fucking appalling. Um, mm. I don't know if you watched Miss Mrs. America, and no. uh, I've been watching loads of loads of telly, obviously, because um, I have no life and I love TV. <laughs> but it's um, yeah. I mean, the more you, you think about what's happened just in the last fifty years, I just I just yeah, think true. it's amazing. I may, I think it's amazing when anyone's civilized or kind or you know any of that. I think it's amazing because you know. People are pretty hideous underneath. Yeah, people are horrible. Um, people yeah, are yeah, awful, yeah. apart from you, darling, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> Sometimes. No, I've got a bit of a streak in me, but that's normally when I'm tired or I'm hungry, you know, the usual things. <laughs> hungry, not, angry, lonely, I've worked, tired. I've worked really yeah, – yeah, yeah. I've worked really hard on it. I do have a bit of a selfish streak, and it's not even – it's not no, it's not selfish. It's thoughtless. Sometimes I'll mm. I'll be doing something and then I'll go actually no, that's a bit shit. And I haven't because I've just not thought about it. You know, that's no, all. But I, I really, think that's that's know. the hu- the human condition. We are we are self centered, as in we think mm. about ourselves all the time. I certainly yeah. <laughs> I have all my life, um, <laughs> and I, I think it's a bleeding miracle that I've managed a to find a partner and b to keep him for twenty years when we are both regularly twats. Um, spectacular, spectacular twats. Yeah. Um, oh, you mean <laughs> no, no, I mean twenty years. Twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> it's all spectacular, um, but yeah, I just I just think. You know, I, I tend to see the glass half full at the moment, for want of a better. Mm. That's an annoying thing to say, but I just, I don't know. I, I'm just grateful for a lot of things right now because it's all, you know, it's all, it's all incredibly finite. I mean, I've been thinking a lot about, you know, mortality, and obviously mm. we're all going to go, but at the same time. You know, when people say, you know, you could get run over by a bus, they love to use yeah. that. Um, and I and I and I agree with them. However, the thing with living with cancer, especially incurable cancer, is that it's not the same because if it was, the bus that would run over you and kill you would be following you around for months, would be oh, watching yeah. TV with you, would be honking really loudly at night while you're trying to get to sleep and yeah. it that that's yeah. the element that people don't get it's that it's the fact that you um you could it's, it's very hard to focus on anything else yeah you know at least if yeah. it's if it's sudden it's sudden and you don't have you don't have any of that yes poignancy or you don't soul make, searching yeah, you don't make yeah you're not making friends of it first you're like taking yeah. it around it, it, yeah that's i've never heard that before that's because i just made really, it up yeah, well, that sounds. I've, I've never heard it put that way. That's that's so. I don't think I've. Read, that's the thing. I've never really spoken to someone mm. that has a terminal illness before. Not mm. in this way. You, do you know, no, what I, mean? like, we, I know people because, that have been ill. And well, I tell yeah, you what, get used to it because we're we're a small 
community, but we are we're living longer because not necessarily better because the drugs are, you know, they are beasts to live with, but they are making us live longer. And in my case, you just can't shut me up about it because I've just turned into one of those people that just wants to be honest. It's tricky because my kids are young. So it's like being honest about your mummy's sick, but you know, nothing about, you know, Mm. mummy's going anywhere anytime soon. But so we have to be very careful about that. But I was on. Oh, right. So yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like, I, but at the same time, I wanted to make friends with the word incurable. Um, so I, I was going to be interviewed, I, well, I was interviewed on Sky News um, earlier right. in the year about, you know, the ridiculous combo of cancer and comedy. And I'm my daughter, my 10-year-old, ten, she made me a T-shirt and she drew incurable on it. And it was, it oh, was wow. just beautiful. Yeah. And... I don't know if it, I actually still don't know if it actually went in what that means. We talked about mm, it, but yeah, she's sort of, she's, she's on, she knows what's, she knows something's going on, but she doesn't, I mean, remember back to when you were nine and 10. I mean, how much of the world did you actually, what, oh, it's none such of it. a narrow yeah. perspective, isn't it? Yeah. And I, I think I still wouldn't have been able to comprehend what incurable meant and what it would mean that, oh, you know, mum was going somewhere at some point no, before but she you should, see, I think you know, the, way I, yeah. the, the way I sold it to her or spun it was that, you know, mummy's got cancer that she's going to have to live with and going to have to fight for the rest of her life. Nothing about how long that life would be because that would just freak no. her out. But the fact that I'm living with it now and it's just going to be a continuous fight and mummy's going to be sick and some days are going to be better than others. It must be exhausting Well, to constantly have that going on. It is. It really is. It really, I mean, it's just kids, you know, always a tough one. Cancer, always a tough one. Yeah. COVID, tough one for everyone. All of that, you know, really hard. And... You know, that's why I knew I couldn't try and be funny. I just have to see what happens, see what comes. So I've been, Mm. you know, I'm still, you know, by nature, it's a reflex, isn't it? You you couldn't try. If someone told you not to be funny for a whole day, you'd freak out, right? Surely you've got got that. I sit with Jade for a bit. (laughs) Jade tells me that sometimes. Can can you pack it in for a minute? (laughs) No, because if there's there's an open goal, you're going to hit. You're going to kick it, aren't you? Every time. Every Every time. time, I can't help it. No. So it's a reflex. And, you know, thank God it's mine is coming back, Um, but maybe in a slightly different way. So I don't I don't feel the urge to, like, stand up and go through all that malarkey not not when not when it's all i don't know i just i fell in love with the whole the packed room the packed laughter Mm. and the camaraderie afterwards um but also i'm in different different physical stage where schlepping around london and beyond is a bit it's a bit too much for me now so in a way doing podcasts and things like that has been really good for that um but i like writing now i think writing is where i can I can carry on oh, trying nice. to be creative and honest. Um, yeah, so that's that's where well, I'm that, that's where that's where some of the <laughs> that's where some of the the best comedy comes from. The truth, though, the honesty. If you can, do you know what I mean? If you can find, because you're being honest, and it, yeah, I, I, I think, and people, more people need to hear the honesty about these things. We're all scared to ask questions about it and, and we don't know as much as we... That's why I do the podcast, to find out more, you know, because I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't. I, like I, I said earlier, I don't. I don't know anybody that's been as had a terminal illness and mm. and what they go through and and how they deal with it. It just because it, it's things like that that keep me awake at night. I'm like, how do you deal with that when you got told when you got told that news? What went mm. through your head? How did you cope with it? I don't know these things. So it was different. You know. Well, when I first got cancer, the way I reacted mm. was to spend <laughs> so much money in shops buying such weird stuff everything oh, really? because it was breast cancer everything i bought was like round and tit look like looked like tits <laughs> seriously i'm not joking the amount of money i spent on uh, breast related paraphernalia i i just i had a weird reaction to that one um <laughs> and the second time round it was pretty similar actually i spent shit loads of money in shops um, it's a shock. I mean, a, I, I think it's a shock like any other shock. We've all been through a life shock, like losing someone or something going seriously wrong. You know, my oven broke today. I, I had a pretty similar reaction of devastation to the fact that I'm <laughs> going to have to fucking buy another bloody oven um, to the fact that I've got cancer <laughs> get... all over myself. Um, so it's, you know, someone once said, I think it was a, a, um, a Holocaust survivor, it said that, suffering expands to fill the space that it's given like it acts like a gas you know how gas in a vacuum fills mm. the space and it's i think it's yeah. the same with human suffering the only difference is with me at the moment you know there's some parallels between how scared everyone is and how scared i've been for the last three years having cancer mm. you know i had to make everyone wash their hands when i was having chemo I had that similar level of paranoia and now everyone's paranoid and everyone's, you know, thinking what is the future going to yeah. hold? And they're just like, right, welcome. You're tuning into my station, everyone. Welcome to how okay, it feels yeah. to be. Um... So, you know, actually what it's like. We've all had weird dress rehearsals for the ultimate bad news. But at the same time, I don't know. Is it the ultimate bad news? I'm, I'm 45. I have lived... I've lived a brilliant life and mm. I've had, I've had so much fun. Yes. You know, I've had terrible things happen. I've had mental illness in the family. I've had miscarriages. I've had awful things, but I've, I've also met someone that we, I could stand that loves me. <laughs> I've, I've had two yeah. beautiful children who, you know, will grow up hopefully in a yeah battered and bruised world, but you know, they'll, I know they'll, They'll get a kick out of life and they'll have good yeah. memories of me because obviously I'm an amazing mother all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I never shout at them. And now never. of course not. <laughs> never. Um, so in I've kind of made my peace with that. The only thing I have not made my peace with is that sense of, you know, being vulnerable and being dependent on the kindness of strangers and Okay, I'm trying to put it nicely, but getting to the who's going to wipe my bum stage, that I don't right, yeah. like the idea of that that deterioration, that yeah t disability. And that's, that's what, that's, uh, yeah, and you know that's going to come. That must exactly. Be, that must be tricky. Yeah, it's really hard, and I, I yeah. yeah, and it's it's no matter how much I think I'm prepared for that. Uh, and no matter how much I trust my doctors and my nurses and, mm. you know, you know, 
it's it's hard you know i basically want to be off my tits and go as soon as possible when i get to that stage but i don't really have that much control over these things but at the same time i'm i'm reassured that you know they're not you know i'm not the only one that it's happened to and they know what they're doing they have to okay maybe not people as young and as young as me all the time but they do know how to handle these things yeah well, that's is that reassuring? Has that cheered you up? Is that... I think so. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird... I think, yeah, I think like you say, with this whole thing that's gone on now, there was... like Jade and I have spoken about this loads of times. Mm. There's a weird kind of... You get a kind of set of, a sort of quantum of solace from knowing that it's happening to everybody. I think if it was, if it was just you, you'd kind of... It'd be more difficult, but everyone's sort of in it together... And then talking about when you get older as well, and there's that inevitable. Like I, my nan's in a home now, and she's ninety one, mm. and she's being looked after. And then, and you're like, Christ, that's going to be me one day. You know, yeah, but if you're you lucky, kinda, mate. Yeah, if so, you're lucky. Yeah, if you're I mean, lucky, it depends yeah, how you true. see old age. I don't know. I mean, some people can't bear the thought of it. Um, well, there's and a, sometimes yeah, a lot of people talk. But, yeah, go on. But then again, when you've got kids, you know, you see it as old age is a privilege. Um. You know, yeah, true. Yeah, being yeah, there yeah. for the for the, all the you know being there for them as much as possible. So it's it's a paradox. It's there's a lot there's a lot of truth to hold in in that reality. You know, I'm lucky in some ways and and not in others. See, so, yeah, this is this, it's all about you, you. Just have this such a positive spin on everything. No, I don't. That, yeah. No, it I don't want like now. It. Now I don't want to be selling that. You know, I am Mrs. Just think positively and everything will be fine. And you can beat cancer with your thoughts and a couple of crystals. I really don't want, I don't want to sell that because I think what I don't, I'll tell you what, this is the difference. I don't want to be negative, which may come across as positive, but actually I'm being realistic. Part of my comedy was dealing with the anger towards people who insist on a positive spin on, uh, you know, any difficult life event you know just got to think positively and you've got this and you know that sort of it's a reduction and it's an invalidation of reality and reality is that living living with cancer and dying from cancer is really really hard but at the same time I don't want to sink into negativity so what does that make me that makes me a realist I think so that doesn't Mm. make me positive I'm not positive I'm quite realistic about the the my chances of being alive let's say in two years from now i'm quite feel quite realistic about that but i'm still i'm alive today yeah and i've got things that i can enjoy and appreciate today and i don't know what the future will will be like nobody does but that doesn't mean i get i get to ignore the truth and it doesn't mean i have power over the things i don't have any power over that's the difference that's the difference between just being you know what I would like to be, which is like a, an authentic grown-up person, not someone who's going to give money to charlatans and hope that I can trick reality into being my bitch. You know, because I know mm. I know I'm reality's bitch. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I did that. It's that. It's 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 yeah. See, like I say, this is new to me. This whole, this mm. whole scenario. 
It's it's because I, I I yeah I I do worry too much about the future, and I shouldn't. I I'm always worried about what it'd be like when I'm old, or what it'd be like this, or whatever. And I shouldn't. I should be more about enjoying this this time now, like you say. This is yeah. this, this is good now. So it's good. Focus on that. Why are you worrying about the front about the future? It's, you could you it's worry if you want to, but I can almost guarantee that the things you're worried about won't happen. You'll be worrying about the wrong things. Yeah, that's it. Yes, you can't predict it, can you? You just don't know. So I think why you can bother? predict. I think you can predict that the things you're going to worry, things you worry. Think about it. What have you worried about all your life? Has any of it actually happened? Really? No. <laughs> no, the, th- the shit that's gone down. Uh, no, not really. The yeah. shit that's gone down. I didn't down expect any of it. No, you see. <laughs> there you go. That's true. That's true. Actually, I do worry. I do, and I, I have to tell myself out loud, physically out loud. I go, will you pack it in? <laughs> pack it in. You're, you're all right. Will you pack it in? <laughs> I don't know why. Oh God, <laughs> it's, it's, it's natural. Uh, it's, it's how we evolved. We've got this stupid multi-layered brain that makes us think we're dealing with dinosaurs and no, not dinosaurs, saber-toothed tigers. Um, oh you know, yeah, things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's, we have to think, we have to hold the past, the present, the future all at the same time. But I think if you just gently correct yourself when you're going into a rabbit hole of bullshit, which it probably is. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just, you know, think of your mate Tracy, who's uh, who's telling you that yeah. it probably won't happen. Odds are. That's true, actually. It's funny, I talk about, like, Jane, like, we call it spiralling. Like yes. you'll be sat there and all of a sudden and you're just going and you just yeah. got all and then and what about that? But then that'll happen. And then this, and then what about that? Yeah. And you have to sort of like, we're almost like, not, we don't slap each other, but you're kind of like on a <laughs> on a subconscious level going, wait, snap out of it. Snap out yeah. of it. You know what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And in a way, I think that's good. I think you do have to, but I think more gently snap out of it rather than gently. This is what I did. This is, I, I was spiraling so badly when I got the diagnosis. I just had to find, it's like a dog. It's like puppy training. Um, it's like constantly recorrecting, constantly redirecting. Um, no, this way, this way, this way. Gently, but all the bloody time. And then it did get better. Mm. It did get better. Yeah. Yeah. And do you find, because you're a partner as well, you know, you've been together mm. 20 years. So, you know, you're in this together. And and then now and again, he'll have a day where he's he can't handle it. And- oh, my God. I- and then do you find, and then you have to sort of dig deep and lift him up a bit. And yeah, I, you know, you know, you must have found this. We we're all different, but I think maybe when when um, when your when your partner is is um, just got a different way of handling life. You know, like I'm um, I'm quite an extrovert. Yeah. I get a lot of energy from like talking to people and being with people. And he bloody doesn't. He he likes to cave up. Right. And I spoke to the, I spoke to my uh, palliative doctor about this, and she said, you know, does does he want any support? Da, 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 da. I said he'd rather stick needles in his eyes than tell anybody how he's actually feeling. Oh, and, right. But she said, you know, when the time is, she kind of says, you know, it's often that men when when the partner's actually gone, when I do bugger off, that's when he'll probably need the support mm. so i think there has there's there has to be an acceptance on how each person deals with shit you know 
So yeah. my way is to like scatter gun. Like I've got, a, I've got a therapist. I've got a psychiatrist. <laughs> I've got um, loads of friends. Um, I just go, blah, 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 you know, most of the time, not all the time. You know, if someone's going to like yeah. spin me some shit about, you'll just think positively and eat turmeric and you can beat this. Um, then I'll, you know, smile politely, but I probably won't seek them out for conversation. Um, whereas I will try and do everything I can to connect with people and to feel better. Whereas he just, he feels better if he's left alone for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I totally get that. I just, I'm like that sometimes. I'm just like, just give me a minute. I need to just go and sit for a bit and then I'll figure it out. I don't need you barking in my ear roll about this. Just, uh, you know, I'll get, yeah. Yeah. We've learned, we've learned how to argue over the years, you know, before, you know, I was in his face and he was, you know, get out of my face and, you know, all of that. It's all about like letting the other person be who they are and trusting that if they have, you know, a diva fit, they'll, they'll, you know, slam something, go for a walk and come back and be a human being again. It's just trusting the process. Oh, yeah. I've learned how to apologise or to at least look because whereas before I'd be like, it's all, it's all, say it's all Jade's fault. It's all Jade's fault. That's why we're falling out. And then it's not till now, and now it's like, like the other day we had a bit of a we had a bit of a Barney over lunch, and and then I went back to work, mm. and then I kind of went away, and I went, oh, that was actually me. That that was me. That was, oh. all, that was all me. And then I messaged Jade, and went, that was that was me. I worded it all wrong. Oh. What I was trying to say, I'm really sorry. Because Jade once said to me, she said, "Do you want this that saying? You know, do you want this to work, or do you want this, or do you want to be right?" And it was, a, and it really struck me that that phrase. I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's a great yeah. phrase. The other thing I do is is if you're pointing the finger at someone, remember that you've got three more pointing back at you. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd got to, you know what it was? I'd got through. I used to be a bit of a prick, and I'd fucked up. I said this loads on here, and I fucked up. Like every relationship I've ever been in, I fucked it up. And then I had oh, counselling. So then I came, I came out of counselling. And now I'm fucking Jesus. I'm wandering around like, I've got all the answers, mate. I've got the answers. I can't possibly be wrong <laughs> in this argument because I've sussed it all out. <laughs> Until you are. Until you are wrong yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you have to go, oh, shucks, I am human, <laughs> not Jesus. That's it. Yeah. yeah. And I get a kick out of going. And it, it made me feel good that I the other day and I went, yeah, that was me. And I'm sorry. And we, and we yeah, we are now getting to a better, it is a better understanding. It, yeah, it's nice. It does. I think owning your side of the street, owning your shit does feel good. Trying to be right how I was for years is absolutely exhausting and alienating and counterproductive. Yeah. And, you know, people are very lucky that we're so involved, aren't they? The people in our lives. They're so lucky. (laughs) They're so lucky to have us. They're so fucking lucky. (laughs) They are. (laughs) As Jay says to me all the time. (laughs) Yeah. I was described described the other day as Mr. Jade Adams. (laughs) <laughs> yes. That made your day, Ooh. didn't it, mate? <laughs> that made Jade's day. It doesn't. Yeah. I don't need that. Well, no? I don't actually need that. What do you need, babe? I don't need to be the one that's in charge. I just want what's fair. Okay. I don't... As you tell, like, the other day when you apologised, I, I, I didn't hang on to it at all. No. I let it go. There you go. I didn't hang on to it yeah. and go, oh, yeah, I was right. I just was, like, really just chuffed that you'd realised it was your fault and that was all I wanted. Yeah, true. There you go. That's See, right. Yeah, he's right. There you there go. Right. Yeah, there you go. 
free couples counselling on this <laughs> podcast. Well, when we went to couples counselling, because we've been doing it, uh, well, I can't speak for Jade, but I know I was there going, right, I've got all this stuff I'm going to say. I know I'm going to tell her this, I'm going to tell her that, and blah, 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 blah. And then when you get in there and the, and the counsellor turned around <laughs> and she said, right, Rich, why is Jade here? I went, ah, oh, you bastard. Ah, oh, that's not what I expected at all. And it really, it really took the wind out of my sails. It fucked me. <laughs> and it's interesting because I've never, I've never done couples counselling, and I always like, I don't know, maybe it's, it's an impression I've got from movies or something. But I always think they, they ask you, so what do you love about each other, or how did you meet? What first attracted you to, <laughs> to try and get you in the, in the frame of mind of like, you know, actually, I do quite like you. And there was a time when you didn't really annoy me all the bloody time. Yeah. So that's yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Had, you had a clever one. We're there. She's you really, she's clever. really clever. She really does, really does mm. put it out. There. And because it's been, I, I sat there and I went, I went, look, this isn't me. I'm not sitting here going, I'm, I'm not taking the shit for this. And then she'll say, Rich, it's <laughs> definitely both of you. <laughs> okay. Ah, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> it's really it always good is. It always is. Yeah. Even when you don't realise it. I literally think it's too late for us. We're on, we're on a nice even keel. You know, we we are. Yeah, if it's think, working, then don't don't fiddle with it. Oh my god, are you kidding me? Like like we need another appointment to try and <laughs> try and keep in the week. Forget about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got enough going yeah. on. We're trying to fix this as well. It's a full time. It's a full time job. I've got like like three full time jobs. You know, cancer patient, mum, and you know, obviously yeah. hilarious podcast guest. Of course. That is a very yeah. full-time That's job. That's top like of the at list. Least top one of hour list. a month. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't I didn't hear that. What did you say? This is the thing when it's doing this doing this remotely as well. There'll be there's going to be bits where I'm like we we'll go yeah, go on. Yeah, no after you. It's it's like this on all of them. <laughs> <laughs> it is it's really clumsy. Yeah. It's really clumsy when you can't see the other. But even do you think it would be? Yeah, I don't know. Terry Wogan used to make it look really easy, didn't he? I, he is, he did, hosts. yeah, he did. There is an element of it being if you can <laughs> at least see the person, it's better because you can see the because there's going to be there are signs that the person's going to talk. So you're like, oh, oh, oh yeah, Verbal, gonna, yeah, yes. So then, but as we're doing it just yeah. by voices alone, and there's a delay as well. There's a slight delay, so yeah. So there's a bit we'll both go to say so. Hey, do you know what we're figuring it out? It's yeah, this is the future. It's, it was not like you're just trying to make. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just crap, and you're just trying to make. No, me mate, you're smashing it. What are you talking about? I'm, I'm just... the one. I'm going. I should be better at this. I've been doing it a while now. I'm the one that feels <laughs> like I'm letting you down. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you're amazing. Oh, babe, babe. You're fulfilling me in ways that no one, no one else ever. Oh, could. that's wonderful. Thank you. That's going to be my ringtone now. Great. <laughs> just, whenever I'm feeling down. That's like a really that. weird. T- I don't know. I'm not used to talking this much in 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 this sort of way. So I just feel like every other phrase is just slightly the wrong, slightly off. <laughs> it perhaps just weird or sexual or like inappropriate. I don't know. But listen, it's, uh, I don't trust I think everybody's in. the same because because we used to be more sociable. And now we're not so much. We can't mm-hmm. even be sort of near each other. So even when we are in the same room, we're still we're still away from each other. There's no, and I think we are all, we yeah. are all more, because we've got more in our minds as well. We're more like, oh, I better not touch him. Oh, I better not do that. Oh, God. It, there's so much. It's it's intense. Yeah. It is intense. Everything's intense. Everything's awkward. And- well, that was an appropriate time for it to cut off. <laughs> oh, no. I think she'll be back in a sec. All right. Hopefully she's noticed. 
Recording has started. Okay. Yay. Yay. I'm so sorry. It, it's all my oh, fault. Mate. I mentioned Boris no. Johnson and <laughs> it crashed the system. And that's, that's, yeah, that's yeah, a lesson. Got years. <laughs> never, never let Boris Johnson crash your podcast in any way. Um, I've learnt my lesson. I'm, it's <laughs> There's so much to say about that. Can we handle cancer, comedy, and politics in one podcast? Uh, well, do you know what? Why not? <laughs> it's just, it's just a not knowing, isn't it? It's just a not knowing. That's the thing. I mean, I know they they don't know what's going on, but it's the, I don't know. I don't know. Embracing There's... uncertainty is the biggest ask of anyone ever. And that's... Absolutely. I totally, I totally feel that in my bones. Um, yeah. But that is... And, that, and and that's why it's so much easier to stay in today and just say, right, for today, I've got to wear my mask in order to get this bollocks from this shop and in order to blah, blah, blah. I'm going to grab, you know, a bit of almost normal by... I did sit in a cafe and I did people watch for about 20 minutes a day and it was amazing. And oh, I thought, nice. while I can, I'm bloody going to do it. Um, yeah. And it was, it was so good. So I yeah, love doing that. I love just, yeah. Isn't it great? Yeah. You could be anywhere. You don't need to go on holiday to just stay still, watch the world go by and just, yeah, just breathe. Yeah. Yeah. And it feels weird because on the one hand, it feels like people are coming together. So like with the Black Lives Matter thing and mm. Pride and things like that. And so like loads of us have risen up and gone, we're not fucking having this anymore. But then there's also more division at the same time. And do you know what I mean? So it's a weird, it's a weird mixture of coming together, fighting. Yeah, it has it's, to be. Yeah. And the, and the only yeah. way it couldn't be is if we were all under a dictatorship and we all had to pretend we were thinking one thing at the same time. Oh, I think yeah, this is course. this is what you this is this is the price for like you know living in a pluralistic society where you know we're all allowed to be pricks in different ways. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And yeah, I was and it's I caught myself at it. You know, I was like walking around and going, oh bitch hasn't got it's not wearing a mask and then i split second say hang on a minute you don't know she may not physically be able to wear a mask and yeah. whatever may have asthma or what, what i don't really know the reasons I, I just have to check myself because it's so easy you know once again point the finger but there's three back at me you know True. i'm being judgmental i don't know what's going on and i need to shut the fuck up and get yeah. on with my business but yeah yes that i think I think, you know, the only way you can be, unless you're really nihilistic, is to think we're going to get through this and some things will be better and there'll be opportunity to, you know, make things different and that in some circumstances will be great and some things will be harder and we'll have to make sacrifices. Um, and that's... Yeah, true. I, I think that's true after any society goes through any traumatic shock. Um, yeah. but it's, it's this weird sort of modern shock of, you know, we know so much more about what's going on everywhere. I think, I think what it must've been like during the last pandemic, you know, Spanish flu and it was, all, course, everything yeah. was very sort of, everything was just local. You didn't really, you. Yeah. There would be just, no, you would have just thought it just happened in your, in your area. It was just you. Yeah. It's, there wasn't any it's sort of, yeah. Age. 
it's a different yeah, age and yeah. some of that's great because we can get our voices together and say no you racist pricks that's not on and you can't do that as as one voice and you can you can get your voice amplified but on the other hand it's so stressful because there's constant everything's clamoring for your attention and for your your opinion and for your indignation and then you it's hard to do that every day and get on with making dinner and not feel like yeah. you're having a heart attack yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the thing as well, isn't it? Is trying to get on with life as well, like you've just said. It's just I know that some because some people they they sort of they, they don't really know. You know, we, there's no point in all of us just standing up and shouting at each other. That doesn't do anything. But what we can do is like make changes in our in our little circles, and and hopefully that spreads out. I've said this a few times. Hopefully that spreads out. And other people around you will do their bit, and then they'll do their bit, and then it kind of spreads out. But yeah, you can't really you can't really change the whole thing by standing up and shouting at everybody. You just get lost in the noise. Do you know what I mean? Yes. What I find comforting is uh, a great movies like Adam McKay movies when he when he he did this thing about Dick Cheney, um, this brilliant film, and mm. it just it just perforated through all the bullshit about the Gulf War and there are other filmmakers as well and how you know Trump wasn't isn't the first corrupt um you know despicable no person slash politician I don't even know what to call him um but he certainly wasn't the first and he probably won't be the last and and yet we can survive and after a Bush we can have an Obama do you know what I mean so I think I think films and you know documentaries and familiarize yourself with history so that we're not doomed to repeat it endlessly and i think it also it gives you hope that there are people out there who are prepared to give the truth a good treatment so that we can swallow it it's um and they did the same thing on the 2008 crash you know there's i I mean i just love movies movies tv books i just think all of that creative output I just think that is the antidote to the insanity of, you know, of uh, politics yeah. and news and, and the current yeah, day. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And also disaster movies. <laughs> when I'm feeling really sorry for myself, I watch a disaster movie. There are so many, so many good ones. The Day After Tomorrow. Um, oh, man. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. Yeah. Oh, Armageddon, Deep Impact, Volcano, all of them. Um, even San Andreas with The Rock, I will happily <laughs> watch, you know, a, you know, awful thing because it's catharsis and it's like no matter how bad I think things are for me, at least I'm not, you know, <laughs> spinning to my death in uh, in a Tom Hanks, you know, pilot movie or something. Do you know what I mean? No, it's just no, that, no, yeah. <laughs> you know, we're still alive. Yeah. You know, we can still, you know, have a cup of tea and talk to a friend and you know yeah. try and do the next right thing it's not it I could th- be worse yeah i think there we was a feeling a... of when it went go on go on <laughs> no, go on. <laughs> no it was it was gonna be a gag but it wasn't gonna be a good one so carry on go on oh i and i just trod all over it sorry mate you did ah, but it's God. fine it's fine. sorry sorry <laughs> there'll, be, there'll be others there'll be others there, i um yes. oh, oh good amazon's here again amazon's here every five minutes <laughs> of course it is what you bought now, Mrs. Christmas in September? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
See, uh, oh God, do you know what? When they, they were going, oh, Jeff Bezos is a trillionaire. I went, yeah, of course he is. Of course he is. Of course he is. Because most of the stuff's in this fucking flat. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. I have to be, I tell you what, when this, all, when this shit went down, when, when it was all, we watched the Boris speech and he was all, he was all Winston Churchill when he like, we've got to stay in our homes, we've got to do this, that and the other. Mm. I, my imagination did run away a little bit because I've seen so many films. I kind of mm. went, are we all going to be ending up? Are we going to be? Is this going to be kind of like all out warfare between us all, like fighting over toilet roll and pasta? And is it going to be just chaos Looting. out there? Well, and, yeah. Of course, yeah. because that's the that's the other common denominator of disasters is you always see the looting scenes, and yeah, uh, yeah it's just yeah, just expect it. Yeah, don't even don't even hope for no looting. Just expect it. Just go for it. Batten, just it. order some more. <laughs> protect your home with more stuff from Amazon. <laughs> you know, it's like Bill. It's like, like Bill Burr said. He goes, "Yeah, you can collect all this stuff, but you're just collecting all the stuff for the toughest bloke on the block." So he's going to see all these Amazon vans turning oh, up, going, God. "Well, they got they got a shitload of stuff in that flat. <laughs> Let's exactly. go around there." Exactly. And I'm not built. I'm not built for that shit, man. You know, I've got the accent, but I'm not a fighter. <laughs> you're a lover. I'm a lover. I'm a hugger. I'm a hugger, for God's sake. You're a hugger, not a... F- oh. Yeah, see? We're like, you know, will we ever gig normally again? I don't know. Well, well I, I, I've got gigs coming up, and I've heard that the, the promoter said that, yeah, we can, they can still go ahead. Like, cultural mm. things can still happen on a, on a level, as long as everyone's in their six and, and in their little pods. And but do they still the laugh venues, as much? Know, so. Does it not a bit flat? How do you find it's, it? People are really up for it. They're really yeah. up for something happening. Even like, the last weekend, I did I did a uh, festival in Henley, and they were all in their cars, or they were in individual gardens, and it was a. I said that was an eye opener, and I said this on online. The, I, I got to gig with Gabrielle, Soul to Soul, Kaiser <gasps> Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was mental. The people that I was on with, Story MCs. It was it was it was a banging weekend. And we were all backstage and all of these bands, and don't forget these bands have played festivals and and stadiums and, and like they're the biggest pe- biggest stars in the world. They were all wandering around nervous going, this is going to be shit, man. This is going to be <laughs> shit. Because everyone, everyone was far away from the stage, all sat in cars. No one, so there's no mosh pit. There's no jumping up and down. It was, a, it was, everyone got through it, but it was a real eye opener to go, fuck, we're all on the same level here. No matter how successful you are, yeah, you see, that's what, really, that's what you know. I can't, I don't have the stomach for it, mate. I don't, I can't start again. I'm too old and I'm too sick and I'm too tired <laughs> to start again. And I knew, because I tried to do like this online gig and everyone was fucking muted. So I didn't know whether anything was landing Oh, they're all. Mate, they're brutal. Yeah, they're brutal. Gigs. I can't do yeah. that. I can't. <laughs> that's carnage for yeah. my soul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Got enough going on. I don't need to fucking cry into my laptop as well, mate. <laughs> with a chin cam, with my hairy double yeah. chin. No, not doing it, mate. I'm not you're doing old, it. <laughs> you're big old Brian Blessed getting in the way and there's I'm no laughter. Enough. Yeah, I know, exactly. mate. You have. <laughs> you I, Comedy's but... bad enough when when there is laughter. <laughs> you got this, yeah, 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 yeah. Is it the right kind of laughter? Is it enough laughter? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, with no laughter. Oh. I mean, honestly, it's just, it's just, you know. We're so a, a, a patient in need of a therapist. Yeah, yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. And we do, we do need that. You do need that reaction from people. We did the Clapham Ground the other week, and we were doing it to raise money for venues and stuff. And the first week, no, there was no audience. Uh, there was just the crew <laughs> that were filming it. 
And then there was... Oh, wow. Yeah, so there was faces. We could see faces on a big screen of people that were watching. But you couldn't hear them. And so I had to stand there. I remember doing it. I'm doing my set, doing about that sort of 10 10 minutes. And I had to do it as if there was laughter. (gasps) And luckily, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fucking horrible. No. (laughs) So you're on a massive stage in a massive venue and you've got to act like, you're smashing the fuck out of it. You it just described my next anxiety dream. That's, you know, <laughs> but I'm presuming you were fully clothed. I mean, no, that's not on. That well, it was one, it was one. No one needs to see me undressed. No. That's not going to get, that's not going to get viewers. That's not going to get people watching. Someone said to me, I was just starting OnlyFans. I'm like, what? Of a fully dressed man in a coat and a hat. I'm not doing that. I think I would go mad. If I had to do that, I think I would start pretending to be the audience and start laughing at myself. I think I would literally become schizophrenic. There was a lot of that. Yeah. You kind of, you kind of become your own audience. It's a weird feeling (laughs) to do that. Yeah. And it, but luckily when I saw it back, it was all right. I'm like, Oh, that doesn't look so bad. Yeah. So what the people saw was all right. That's because you're a, a, a seasoned professional and you've you've got the timing in your bones, which is great. Uh, or that? you did have, a set that everyone yeah. that you've done for twenty years. Have you? Was that an old set? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that. Yeah, <laughs> it was like. It oh yeah, yeah. We material? know where this goes. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> yeah, not not pushing that envelope that far, Richie. Yeah, it was. There was a lot of old stuff. Well, I forgot it all. I forgot everything. Of course. Before the lockdown, it, it just all went. So my first gig back, I just sort of stood there and I went, I don't fucking know what to tell you and but you're you're if there are gigs happening indoors again things are happening so you will be gigging again yeah i don't i'm soon. starting a fresh lot if of you chemo next week and i don't know if i'll be allowed to uh, uh, or shit, will i reach yeah. a fuck it point where i'll just say no come and lick me do your worst what could what's the worst that could happen i don't know That'd be that'd be quite the gig if you stand there doing that. Come and lick me, you chicken fuckers! If you think you're hard enough, who wants a bit of radioactive chemo, bitch? Yeah, in you go. Oh my! What happens? What have you? So you've obviously you've you've had loads of chemo. Well, I had. I'll tell you, I've had. I've had my tits cut off. I've had had my hair disappearing down the sink i've had my i've had a i'm a nuferectomy which is having your your lady bits completely removed um what? i've had radiation <laughs> no i don't mean my vagina i mean my 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 ovaries i was gonna say why would they <laughs> oh i was like why would they take that off why would they take your vagina tracy cashy why because it's been used too much obviously yeah, no right. um no, because mine is a hormone cancer, hormone-fed cancer. So they've basically taken away everything that makes me a woman. Um, breast, hair, beauty, strength, yeah, right. ability, agility. I was like a fine racehorse, Rich. I really yeah. was. I had a mane. I had I jump things. And now I'm this old, husky, former, I don't know what I am. I, don't, I mean, Chris, former, tell, my husband, uh, yeah. says I still look good. Um, but I think he's he's just trying to make me feel better. But it's, no, but, you, um, but that's the thing. When I met you, I didn't mm. know that that was your story because you looked amazing. No, I had I, I had short know, hair. I, I, you know, yeah, yeah, I had short hair. I mean, different chemo does different things. I they gave me because I was young. They gave me the worst chemo you can possibly have for six months, and they had to stop after four months because it nearly killed me. I had an allergic oh, reaction, and I, and I lost my face. My face. I went what? into like anaphylactic shock, and my everything blew up. 
And honestly, you wouldn't have recognised me. My best friends didn't recognise me. Um, and oh, I had to shit. take loads of steroids to get my face back. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's honestly, it's like hitting yourself against a brick wall again and again and hoping the cancer dies before you do. Mm. Um, and it's, it's again, it's, it's, uh, it's giving me weird drugs to kill my hormones I mean, it's like I'm in this weird race with my 76-year-old mother because she's got everything wrong with her. She can barely walk. She's constantly whinging. And I, it's like we're both in this pissing contest. So we, you mm. know, we daren't ask each other how we are because then it becomes like... Uh, <laughs> A big list. You know. Oh, yeah, two, two Jewish neurotics trying to out... <laughs> um, what's that called? Trying to out. Like, <laughs> yeah, we, we're just like, don't ask. It's everything's terrible. <laughs> this is falling. I can't walk. I can't eat. It's um, yeah. It's not pretty. So oh. um, yeah. And what is it? What did what do they do? I don't know what chemo is really. What do they do? So it's do a me- it's, your, yeah. Go on. Me- chemotherapy. As far as I, I can never pronounce the things they give me or really remember them. But I know they're so fucking dangerous that when they give them to you, they kind of like, it's all like, it's like nuclear fucking, it's all like in dry ice almost. And it's like, they give it to you wearing, you know, headgear. And big old gloves. The big old gloves. And there's like, you know, you wouldn't want the stuff they put inside you on your skin. It would... It's, it's so yeah it's, so you wouldn't yeah so you wouldn't if you wouldn't if you found this stuff you wouldn't they, no one would say touch it don't touch that don't no. go anywhere near that it's poisoning yeah, it's a poison it. it's poisoning you but it's hoping to weaken the cancer um and hopefully not kill you at the same time so in my case it's just trying to halt the spread or make mm. it less enthusiastic <laughs> wow yeah and you must feel I've a, got inf- you, and you must you must feel appalling when they're, when they're doing it, you must feel, you must feel disgusting afterwards. Well, not everyone, so not Ill. everyone's like me. I, 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 I got quite a low capacity for these things. Um, whereas some people can just get, 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 get on with it. My body likes mm. to have side effects. Um, and right. I swear to so you, not, yeah. I don't, I don't read the, the side effects anymore. I give them to Chris my husband and I say, just look, let me know if anything is something to worry about because otherwise. I... So does he tick them off when you start when you start getting them? You go, oh yeah, you've got that one. Oh yeah, you got that one. Yeah, but it's there's so many, and then you've got to take drugs for the side effects, and those drugs have side effects. Um, you've got to take something to like make you shit. You've got to take something to like get you out of the pain zone so you can actually move. You've got to take something to sleep, something to this, something to that, and it all basically I'm like an eighty year old in the body of a 40 year old. Wow. That's, that's what they call it. Like something so innocent. They call it hormone therapy, but actually what it does, it, it strips your bone density. It strips everything that makes, that turns a young girl into a woman gets taken Mm. from you very, very quickly and very, very harshly. And you, that, that's the new body you're given and you've got to work with it. Wow. Oh my God. So your mental, (laughs) your mental state as well must be, must be through the floor if you're if that's well, I'm on, I'm, i've been on I, yeah. antidepressants since since i was first diagnosed and that presumably takes an edge off and also you know even though i it's difficult having small kids but it's also really good because you have to just get on with life if you know if somebody 
needs their arse wiped, namely my four-year-old, um, then you've got to get on with it. If they meet you in the middle yeah. of the night, you've got to get on with it. And also they want to watch stupid stuff and that's fun. So you can't stay in that zone of poor me, poor me. You've just got to no. be a be a mum again. Yeah. Like I say, this is all new to me, so I don't know. I no. think I've been scared to ask. I think I think I was more about, I didn't want to know. Because right, of, of course. It, Who it, wants it to know? No one yeah. wants to know. I don't want to know. No. I don't want to know. I And that's why I love escaping into, you know, my kids or escaping into movies or TV or books. Because yeah. you can't, you can't, no one can process that much reality on a daily basis. No. If, I, if, I, if I did, I, I would go mad. Um, of course. I think there really is something to be said for just putting on a film. I, because I, I, I tend mm. to just lay on the bed staring at the ceiling, catastrophizing and worrying about the, the no. not necessarily about me, but just the, the state of the world. It's kind of like, oh, what the yeah. fuck are we going to do? It's all a bit fucked. But then I'll go, it's always been film fucked. On, mate. Yeah. It's and always been where, fucked. Of course it it's is. It's always been fucked. It's always been fucked. It's always watch, been fucked. Watch movies, know your history, watch documentaries, read books, and. Yeah, I think I. Oh God, I'm getting into Matt Haig. Do you know him? He yes. wrote ten, Reasons to Be Alive or something. But he's written a lot of fiction, like The Midnight Library is the is the latest one, and he wrote um, How to Stop Time. Um, and I think that's going to be made into a film with Benedict Cumberbatch, or there was talk of it. Oh, amazing! But he's brilliant because he knows the dark side of, you know, having having a human experience. Um, mm. But he twists it, man, and he's so imaginative, and he makes you think about about you know perspective and history. Right. And he's I love him. I think he's brilliant. Oh, I'll check him out, Matt Haig. Yeah, check I've him heard out, of him. Matt Haig. Yeah, yeah, really good. I will. That sounds brilliant. But that's it. Mm. People just need that. Like Jade has been. Whenever Jade feels down, she just binges on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> She's watched it a million times, and it. And and so that's what people need. If people can find something that gives them that little bit of comfort and takes them out of the mm. shit for a little while, fucking embrace mm. it, man. I was I mean, talking to someone last the... night. Yeah, go on. Go on. No, you go, go on. Go on. Go, saying... on. go on. <laughs> Sorry. I was just saying. I was talking to someone like uh, there's a there's a there's a girl online, Rachel Wells, who's a listener to the podcast, and we were talking mm. last night about B movies. Uh, she's really into B movies, like the old like you know like Sharknado and stuff like that. Uh, uh, there's like these mad B movies. There's one called Rubber, Ooh. and it's about a killer tire. This oh tire that rolls around, kill it. It's a serial oh killing tire. Oh my god! Okay, and that's I love a fetish. that shit. That's, that's a fetish. That's no. not. A... <laughs> it's nothing to do with fetish. It's to do with this killer tire, and <laughs> okay. I love mad shit like that. Yeah. Oh my god! And so, yeah, and so I love a good. I love you know. I love films that make you think. And all yeah, you got to find your medicine. You got to find your way through it preferably not the hard drugs but the you know no. the drug of you know great storytelling and losing yourself in story i think that's how early man you know you know you're around the fire and you tell about this amazing hunt you've been on it, it's it's a I yes. think it's a human need and that's the scary thing about lockdown it's that it's that are we going to lose respect for how much we need that that those stories to keep us strong you know um, yeah, true. We've got to we've got to keep telling stories because they are what that's make what life worth care. living. And that's you know that's what that's how I feel. I don't particularly care about how long I get, but I want 
one what I have to mean something and to be to be f- fun, you know. Yeah. Well, I, well, I'm telling you, having met you just that once, <laughs> and I, I, we will get to we will meet each other again. I'm, oh. I'm telling you. We, we definitely will. Meet again. Uh, <laughs> don't know where. Don't know where. But I'm I'll not do doing it without garden. live laughter. I'll tell you that. No, fuck that. Fuck that. We'll do shit. a gig in your. We'll do a gig in your garden oh, or around about yeah. you, where you live. Yeah. Come that's to been Finchley. Done. That's lovely Finchley. That's been done. We did a gig in uh, Jody Kamali's garden in Beckenham. In Beckenham. So. Oh my God, yeah, it's doable. Well, it's doable, to six mate. people, if we if we do it next week. We'll do it for... <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, I forgot. About <laughs> oh, that. Yeah. oh God! D- yeah, don't make any do plans, up. mate. I mean, I know you're making plans, nah. and that's great. But I feel like making plans is like pissing in the wind. It really is. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> and on that bombshell. <laughs> so you've got your so your you've got your next treatment starting next week. Is that right? Yeah. Poison. Yeah. Poison. Penciled for Friday. Oh, mate. Well, I mean, I don't, you can't say good luck, dear. I hope it. You can. I hope it. You can say good out. luck. You can say. What I you hope want. it. I hope it. I hope it works out. I hope, I hope it doesn't. How about I hope, I hope it, it doesn't kill you. <laughs> I hope. Yeah. Do you know what? I hope it doesn't kill you, mate. Anyway, good luck. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Don't be died. All right. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> You've been amazing, mate. Thank you so much Thank for coming you. on. Thank you. It has been a privilege, an honour, and just a mild inconvenience. Thank you. Produced by Paul Daniels at pauldaniels.tv. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth, 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gaze wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs>